Season 2, Episode 134a, The Sadducees Ask Him, Jesus, a puzzling question about the resurrection. We're going to take a look at this puzzling question in Mark chapter 2, verses 18 through 27, or 10 verses in Mark and 21 verses in Matthew. Uh, This takes place in the court of the temple, which all of Palm Tuesday takes place in, and uh, it's a day of controversy. A lot of things are thrown at Jesus. He does more teaching in recorded teaching in the Bible of his disciples than any other day. A harmony based on A.T. Robertson's A Harmony of the Gospels for Students' Life of Christ, copyright 1922, and C.I. Schofield's Schofield Reference Bible, copyright 1909. Uh, The King James Version is the one that Schofield uses, and it's copyright 1611. Uh, All three of these are uh, public domain. Uh, The King James Bible is outside of England or Great Britain. I'm not exactly sure. But anyway, it's a crown copyright or something. But Rick Meyer's eSword, the free Bible study app for PCs, highly recommend it for your, uh, your, your smartphone. Uh, I don't know if it comes for uh, the, just the Apple. I'm not sure if it comes for the, the other one. But uh, B- BibleHub.com is my commentary of choice. You go online. Uh, I ask a question. Uh, was Jesus rude when he said, Woman, what do I have to do with you uh, at, the mar- at the marriage of Canaan? And... Uh, and then I would say Bible Hub at the end of that, and they just go into it that he woman was uh, an appropriate. It's like saying ma'am, and she wasn't offended. She said whatever that he tells you, do it. He's thirty years old, so I think he can pretty much uh, well whatever. And not to mention he's God. And I, if anybody knew that, Mary probably had that figured out by now that he was the Messiah. Anyway, um, but I like uh, Bible. BibleHub.com and the BibleProject.com videos introducing each book of the Bible. So if you're teaching a book of the Bible, by all means, show this short video that gives a who, what, where, when, and why of the book. And I would show it at the beginning of every class I was teaching that book. Just because you got new people and repetition is theological music. I think that's why we have Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, so we can get the story four different times. Provided John pretty much goes on his own. Synoptic Gospels stay a little bit more together. All right, so we're in Jerusalem and will be until he is crucified and risen from the dead. So the rest of his life on earth is, uh, except when I think he gets his resurrection body uh, because he needed it. We don't need it until we come back with the Lord at the second coming. All right, so... um, so this takes place in Jerusalem, and it's chapter 11, the last uh, public ministry in Jerusalem, 12 episodes in part 11. Part 12, we got 14 episodes to cover uh, Palm Wednesday and Thursday, and then part 13 of 14 parts, we have the arrest, trial, and crucifixion of Jesus, 16 episodes on that, that's Good Friday, and uh, the last part of A.T. Robertson's 
Harmony of the Gospels for Students' Life of Christ is the resurrection appearances and ascension of Christ into heaven. 16 episodes on that. So if that 16 episodes didn't exist, I don't think we'd be talking about Jesus Christ. He rose from the dead. And that's why his disciples followed him. Peter was never the same after he saw the resurrected Savior. All right. Um, so... We're on episode 134. The Sadducees ask him a puzzling question, also known as, as a conundrum, uh, about the resurrection. Uh, and I've divided episode 34 into two parts because it was just too long to fit all the scripture in that I like to do on the podcast. All right, so uh, I like to review these verses. Uh, hopefully I'll, I'll put them in your notes here. Ephesians 6, um, Ephesians, Revelation 6, 9 and 10. Okay, this is said uh, at the end of the tribulation, right before the 144,000 have been killed in the second half of the tribulation. And they're in heaven now, because that's where you go when you die, if you're a believer in Jesus Christ. Even my wife's in heaven, after body present with the Lord. Um, 2 Corinthians 5.8, if you need a verse on that. And when he had opened the fifth seal, I, John, saw he is Jesus Christ. He was the only one found worthy. Got to read the book of Revelation. When they start opening the seals, it's Jesus Christ that's opening the seals. I, John, saw under the altar the souls of them that were slain for the word of God and for their testimony which they held and they cried with a loud voice. That describes a lot of different prophets and uh, of God, but, but I think what they say here nails it down to the 144,000. Verse 10, And they cried with a loud voice, How long, O Lord, holy and true, dost thou not judge and avenge our blood on them that dwell on the earth? They're in heaven, right before the second coming, and they're asking, How long is it going to take you to... To come, to answer the Lord's prayer. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. They've been praying that for, for the entire seven-year tribulation, especially the second half after the abomination, abomination of desolation at the midpoint of the, at the three-and-a-half-year mark. But anyway, he uh, asking, how, when are you coming? I think the answer to that question is he's, he's standing up to come uh, as they speak here. Uh, Daniel saw the second coming. This is after Christ leaves heaven and Daniel chapter 7 verse 13. And I, or I, Daniel, saw in the night visions, he's a prophet in the Babylonian captivity uh, on the Euphrates. I beheld, there are a lot of prophets then. Well, there's some prophets then. Um, and I saw the night visions, Ezekiel's one, and behold, one like the Son of Man, which was Jesus' favorite name for himself, because I think he's fulfilling this prophecy of Daniel, uh, and came with the clouds of heaven and came to the Ancient of Days. So in the second coming, Jesus is coming to the earth for a second time. And the Ancient of Days is God the Father, and he's waiting for him there with his throne. And, and they brought him near before him. Who's they? All the believers that ever lived, all the dead in Christ, all the dead that have put their faith in Christ, Adam, Eve, uh, Abel, I don't know about, uh, not Abel, 
Well, yeah, Abel. Abel, his sacrifice pleased the Lord because it represented Christ, not because it was what he'd done. Cain's sacrifice was, look what I did. And that's not, that's not the way it works. And they brought him near before him, the Ancient of Days. They brought Christ near before him, the Ancient of Days. And I like to point out Galatians 3, 7, because it goes back to Abraham and Christ in today's message, answering this conundrum of the Sadducees. He goes to Abraham to answer the question about the resurrection. Now, know ye therefore, Galatians 3, 7, know ye therefore that they which are of faith, that would be me, for example, 51 years ago, I trusted Christ the best way I knew how with like one grain of mustard seed, you know, not much faith at all. But when I was leaving and that girl said, if I never see you again, I'll see you in heaven. I thought about what she said. I processed what she said. And I said, you're right. And I see people a lot when I, when I tell them that. And then I say, if I never see you again, I'll see you in heaven. All you got to do is in your own mind, just say, God save me. Hosanna. That's save me in, in the Greek language. Um, spelled Hosanna. Um, the same are the children of Abraham by faith. He was not only just spiritually the, the, the father of the Arabs and the Jews and uh, all the way up to the, the Persia. He's not the father of the Persians. They were founded before Abraham. But anyway, know ye therefore that they which are of faith, the same are are the children of Abraham. He was from Mesopotamia. Iraq, for example, are descendants, physical descendants of Abraham. The Syrians, the uh, Palestinians, the people who are called Palestinians today, are descendants of Abraham, just like the Jews. He was called, a, Abraham was called the first Hebrew because he was born in Hebron. I would argue that he's not Jewish. That was Jacob's name who was changed to Israel. And that would be the grandson of Abraham. Okay, another prophet from the time of Daniel, of the Babylonian captivity. Zechariah 9.9, this is Palm Sunday. We're on Palm Tuesday. Back Monday, Tuesday. This, this was the triumphal entry into Jerusalem. Rejoice greatly. O daughter of Zion, shout, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, the king cometh unto thee. He is just. And having salvation, ask him for it. Lowly or humble, riding upon a donkey, and upon the colt, the foal of a donkey. Kings don't ride on donkeys. I don't know of one that ever did. They ride on white stallions, usually. Anyway, um, all right, so we're going to take a look at this conundrum of the Sadducees in Mark chapter 12, verses 18 through 24, 10 verses, and Matthew 22, 23 through 33. So if you don't can't find the notes, again, I'll say this more than once probably. Uh, Mark chapter 12, verse 18. Let's go there. Uh, if you can find it in the notes on the podcast, that's great. If not, you could open it. Any Bible, I, if you want to read what I'm reading, it would be the King James Bible or uh, what's called the majority text. Okay, verse uh, Mark chapter 12, verse 18. Then come unto him the Sadducees. Again, this is all on Tuesday. We've got, a lot of, we've got like 16 episodes on Tuesday. This is just one of them. 
28 to 38, I think it is. Um, when then cometh him, then come unto him, Jesus, the Sadducees, which say there is no resurrection. So that's why they're sad, you see. I told you, they don't believe in the resurrection. And this conundrum, they think, proves that there could not possibly be a resurrection. And they think they're proving it by the Bible. But people always take the Bible and try to prove works for salvation. But they twist it. They, or as Jesus says, they, don't, they err not knowing the scriptures. Then cometh unto Jesus the Sadducees, which say there is no resurrection. And they asked him, saying, Master, they don't believe in him. They're working for the high priest. They, they tried to get him in trouble with Caesar earlier in the day. Now they're going to get him on this question. we got a question nobody can answer. Well, God does. If you've got a, a puzzling question, like which came first, the chicken or the, chicken or the egg, uh, read the Bible, Genesis chapter 1. The, the chicken came first. Um, where did, where did uh, Cain get his wife? Who did Moses marry? Uh, who, did Ab who did Adam marry? His rib. It wasn't a problem. There were not genetic loads back then or problems. You know, a copy is a copy of a copy is maybe good for one generation. But you get 1,500 years, you didn't, or whatever it was, 2,000 years. I mean, Abraham married a half-sister. But it wasn't a problem until God said, no, no, no mas. It wouldn't be a problem. And... Uh, I think genetic loads are the reason he comes back. But anyway, verse 19. I'll let you study that on your own. Genetic loads, look it up. Uh, 19. Master. Again, they're just very, uh, I don't know, what's the right word? Wicked, uh, conniving, um, hypocritical. Master. We want to kill you. No, that's not what he said. Master. Moses wrote in us, so they're going to prove it by the words of Moses, that there is no resurrection. If a man's brother die and leave his wife behind him and leave no children, that the brother should take his wife and raise up seed unto his brother. Verse 20. Now there were seven brothers, brethren, and the first took a wife and dying left no seed. They're not using names here, so I don't think these people existed, but they, when Matthew tells a story, he says that when he quotes these people, he says that, you know, that they, they, there was one among them that, that this happened to. But it doesn't matter. Know, therefore, know there were seven brethren, and the first took a wife, and dying left no seed, no children. And the second took her and died. Second brother married this widowed, childless person. Neither left he any seed. And the third likewise married her. And the seventh had her as wife or married her and left no seed or no children. Last, the woman also died. Now here's, here's the great question that proves there is no resurrection. In the resurrection, which they don't believe in, therefore, when they shall rise from the dead, 
at the resurrection, of, at the second coming of Christ, whose wife or the, or the rapture, I, I could be off by seven years, but neither one of those have happened yet, so we'll find out when it happens. I'm, I think it's the rapture that then Christ rise first and we which are alive. They need their bodies, bodies to come back with the Lord. So they have maybe the seven-year tribulation in heaven to get used to their new bodies. I don't know. Uh, in the resurrection, therefore, when they shall rise, whose wife shall be, be of them? For the seven had her to wife. Here's the answer to the conundrum, to the answer to the question that cannot be answered. Then Jesus answered and said unto them, Do ye not therefore err because you know not the Scriptures? Your problem is you don't understand the Scriptures. Can God make a rock so big a rock he can't pick it up? You know, that's a conundrum that a lot of people throw out there. It's not very, you know, it's kind of like little kids throw that one out. I, my answer to that is just, I heard it from a funny guy. Uh, he can make a rock so big you can't pick it up. But anyway, do you there, that's a conundrum. Do you, do you therefore err because you know not the scriptures, neither the power of God? If you think you got a conundrum, like judge lest you not be judged. My, uh, someone close to me used to throw that in my face uh, all the time. Because they felt like I was judging them when I would give them the gospel. And I think a lot of people feel that way, that I sometimes they talk to them. I'm not condemning them. They condemn themselves because they have not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. John chapter 3, they condemn themselves. Are you condemning somebody if you pass down the street and you see somebody's flames coming out of the doors or, the, or their you know, car's on fire or something? You go knock on the door and say, hey, your car's on fire. Uh, anyway, do ye therefore err because you know not the Scriptures, neither the power of God? So here's his answer. From the Scriptures. From Moses, as a matter of fact. And when they, verse 25, And when they shall rise from the dead, they neither marry, nor are they given in marriage. So we don't marry in heaven. We're not going to be married in heaven. Most, a lot of believers understand that. When you get married, you say, until death do us part. That's part of the vows, I think, in any marriage. I'm not married to my wife anymore. She died. She's in heaven. My, my, my mother-in-law, who was just a great woman and just a little short of 50 years married to my father-in-law, but they would, they would banter back and forth. You know? you know, She'd say, well, you know, we're not married in heaven, Norman, but we, uh, we're going to be really good friends. <laughs> but anyway, just a great spiritual Christian woman in my life. Uh, for when... They shall rise from the dead. This is the part they don't understand. He's gonna, they don't believe in the resurrection. That's the problem. They don't know the scriptures. For when they shall rise from the dead, neither, they, are neither mar they neither marry, so they don't get married in heaven, nor are you given in marriage, but are like the angels which are in heaven. There's no married angels. Sorry. And as touching the dead, they rise... Their bodies do. Have ye not read the book of Moses, how that the bush in the burning bush, a lot of people get that far in the book of Genesis, um, or uh, I'm sorry, the book of Exodus, uh, God spake unto him, saying, I am the God of Abraham, who came before Moses. I am the God of Isaac, the son of Abraham. 
I'm the God of Jacob, whose name was changed into Israel. So Abraham and Isaac were fathers of, of uh, uh, Arabs uh, to the Euphrates, where, where Abraham came from, Mesopotamia. Uh, he was a descendant of those from and Isaac, but the Jews come from Jacob, whose name was changed to Israel. Verse 27, he is not the God of the dead, but the God of the living. Ye therefore do greatly err. So that was uh, Mark's answer to the, or Christ's answer to the conundrum recorded by Mark. Inspired by the Holy All scriptures go by the inspiration of God. Okay, let's take a look at Matthew's chapter 22, verse uh, 23 through 33. Verse 23. Matthew 22, 23. If you can't follow along on the app. Okay, and if, if you're driving, just listen. Uh, verse 23. The same day came to him, Jesus, the Sadducees. So this is just the same story being told again by Matthew. Or as one of my Bible college professors used to quote one of his Bible college professors, he would say, uh, uh, repetition is theological mucilage. It makes it stick. Anyway, uh, the same day came to him the Sadducees, which are Sadducees because they don't believe in the resurrection, which say there is no resurrection. So that's what they believe. How do we know? Because God says it right here. And asked Jesus, asked him, Master, again, the hypocrisy, Moses said, if a man die having no children, his brother shall marry his wife and shall raise up seed or children unto his brother. Now there were with us, so, you know, this is... The, an indication, but when there's no names, I'm a little skeptical of you know uh, whether it's a parable or what. But uh, just a conundrum. Now Abraham, Jesus uses it names when he answers this. He Abraham, uh, Isaac, and Jacob, uh, and he uses scripture. Now there were this is a this is an affront to scripture is what the Sadducees are doing. Verse 25. Now there were with us seven brethren. And the first, when he had married a wife, deceased or died, and having no issue, no children, left his wife unto his brother. Likewise, the second also died with no children and left his wife or the, the widow to his. And the third and the seventh died with no children. She never had any children although she was the wife of seven brothers, following the law of Moses. And the last of all, the women died also. Kinsman Redeemer, if you read the book of Ruth. And verse 27, and last of all, the woman died also, childless. Here's, here comes the big conundrum. Therefore, in your resurrection, because it's not their resurrection. They don't believe in a resurrection, and their their resurrection is to to death, eternal separation from God, as it is for all unbelievers, whose wife 
shall be whose wife shall she be of the seven? For they all had her, or as it says in Mark, to wife. Jesus answered and said unto the Sadducees, said unto them, You do err not knowing the scriptures, nor the power of God. Verse 30. For in the resurrection they neither marry, we don't marry in heaven, nor are given in marriage, but are like the angels of God in heaven. But as touching the resurrection of the dead, have ye not read that which was spoken unto you by God, saying, you know, they're very familiar with the story of, of Moses and the burning bush. Verse 32, I am the God of Abraham, and the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, whose name was changed to Israel. God is not the God of the dead, but the God of the living. Last verse here, 33. And when the multitude heard this, they were astonished at his doctrine. They'd never heard this question answered before. I mean, the Sadducees were convinced that this was, the Pharisees didn't have an answer to this, but God did. So if you're running any conundrums in life, like some people like to say, judge and you shall not be judged. And that happened to me not last summer. Somebody hit me with that. My mother used to hit me with that a lot, but she didn't when I got to talk to her weeks before she perished. But um, anyway, and when, I mean, she died physically, but she was African body present with the Lord, I believe, because I asked her, I said, Mom, all you got to do is trust Christ. She goes, I know. I was expecting, you know, start screaming, you're judging me, you're judging me. She didn't say that. So that's a conundrum to me. But it's not anymore because if you look at it, the word judge in the Greek, it's condemn. I'm not condemning anybody. Would you, if I knocked on your door in the middle of the night and said your car's on fire, would you take that as a condemnation? No, something bad's going to happen. It's going to spread to your house and you're going to all die. You know, I, I'm telling you the truth. I'm giving, you know, ask and it shall be given unto you. You want salvation? Ask for it. In the quietness of your own mind, God save me. God give me eternal life. God, I believe in Jesus Christ as my Savior. Whatever. If you can't say that, then that's your problem. You're like the Pharisees and the Sadducees. You're good enough to get there on your own. Pharisee, uh, Sadducees, moot point. There is no heaven. There is no hell. There is no resurrection from the dead. Unfortunately, there is. All right. I'm going to say next episode, season two, episode 34B which is, uh, I've divided episode 34 into two parts. So I could put all the scripture in my notes here because I think that's a good thing to do. Uh, it's going to be season two, episode 34b. The Sadducees ask the puzzling conundrum question about the resurrection. So we're going to hear what Luke has to say that. And he's going to say it in 14 verses. I'm going to say adios, which is to God. And I'm going to say via con Dios. Go with God.